Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of Joe's News and Views. Tonight, we are going to be talking about some things with the aftermath of the Trump debate. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, Trump stating the actual situation of how he is not happy with uh, the Dems want to change the method of the debate for the next debate. Changes. We also going to talk about um, Pelosi who keeps saying that uh, Biden shouldn't debate Trump anymore. He should leave it like it is and move on. Uh, we also going to be discussing about uh, Pelosi making a big deal about if Trump gets elected, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, uh, you know, with her being dramatic and all, and a whole lot of other stuff with some crime stories, uh, reporting coming in and everything else, so sit back, relax, and enjoy uh, another edition of Joe's First time joining me on the channel, please take your time now. Uh, go ahead on and hit the like button. Also, to hit the subscribe button, and if you can as well, go ahead on and hit the notification bell. So each time that I come on, you are able to be alerted and to follow me. So. Again, I really appreciate that everybody is here today. Uh, it is going to be a good show. We're going to talk about some things. We're definitely going to talk about what's going on with the aftermath of uh, the Trump and Biden debate. Oh, man, I'm telling you, this, uh, this debate has been ugly. I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. It's been real ugly, guys. It's been real ugly. Uh, there's been a lot going on about that. And we're also going to touch base on the actual Proud Boys. Enrique Terrio, who is Afro-Cuban, is going to actually talk to the news channel uh, of Miami discussing the situation that everybody's talking about, about the Proud Boys. And what they actually really stand for. The thing that I've been preaching for the longest. So, without further ado, I'm not going to hold anybody up. But if you can, your first time coming in, please. Uh, every donation to help. You can also donate with stars. You can also donate with uh, lemons. All the platforms and stuff you normally do. So, I'm not going to hold you guys up. I'm going to go ahead on and make it do what it do. So we're going to jump right into this thing and talk about it. So let's go into 
uh, Trump talking about this debate rules. Now, this right here is crazy. And I don't blame Trump. I would have said something about it, too. I would have made a lot of pushback because this right here is not the way it should go down. Now, today, uh, President Trump uh, was basically telling everybody and making it very clear that he is not happy with these changes to the future debates with the Democratic nominee, Joe Biden, a.k.a. Joe Hyden. All right. Uh, after the commission on the presidential debate suggested it would modify the rules and format, and some Democrats even floated that the next showdown include a mute button. Oh, my God. Why would I allow the debate commission to change the rules for the second and third debates when I easily won last time? Trump tweeted, which was facts. He did one. The president's tweet come amid a back and forth between the commission and both the Trump and Biden campaigns. Mm, 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 mm. Always them campaigns, man. Always got something to say, don't they? Senator Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York, who's a Democrat, this week uh, suggested a mute button would be necessary for another debate to take place. Maybe we should give the moderator a mute button, given how President Trump just interrupts at will. Schumer said a day after the first debate. And the bottom line is Donald Trump doesn't follow the rules and the commission has got to get a lot tougher. Sources close to the negotiations between the commission and the campaigns told you know, Fox News that the Biden campaign's debate their own negotiator, Brady Williamson, specifically suggest, requested a mute button be allowed for the next presidential debates. Now, one source said Williamson's request was made Wednesday morning, but hours after the first showdown, the source said that the request was made in front of at least two dozen witnesses. Shortly after the meeting, the source said the commission released a statement saying they are now carefully considering changes to the format of the remaining debates. Now, the the CPD is sponsoring two more debates, and that's going to be for Trump and Biden. On the October the 15th, it's going to be in Miami, Florida. Then you got one on the 22nd in Nashville, Tennessee, and a vice presidential debate is set for October the 7th. Listen, guys, this is what I feel like about why they did this. And I'm just going to be um, direct with y'all. I'm not going to play around with this story here. Uh, Biden could not handle the fact of the interruptions. Uh, I feel like that Biden felt like it was challenging because he's not used to, he did not know that Trump was going to be that domineering even after trying to play Trump's game. Because see, Biden tried to be a bully like Trump, but it didn't work. Trump is way better at it. So with that not working, then he turned around and then he tried to play the whole, okay, you know, he's just being nasty to me. So I'm just an innocent old man trying to, trying to uh, reason with the American people and show them that they need someone who's got a, a empathetic side. Now, Trump did mess up a lot on these 
on the on the whole debate. I told you I gave him a C minus. There was a lot of areas that he could have really knocked down that I thought he was going to go down an avenue, but he didn't because it became more of a a a, a freaking uh playground bully match, you know, between these candidates. But do I think that they should change the format? No. I just feel like Biden should get a little tougher. Biden should be able to have some gonads and tell Trump whenever he's trying to, to say his piece, hey, Trump, you said what you need to say. It's my turn. You know, you, sometimes you got to get frank with people. But he lacks the will to do that. And I think now that they're trying to do all that, it's just trying to make it all soft, mushy, and I, I don't know. And then we got Pelosi saying, putting her two cents in. And we want to go to that, what Pelosi said. Now, Pelosi is saying that Biden should only debate this one time and let it go. Now, she's saying that the Democrat nominee should no longer dignify future debates by uh, participating in them. All right. Pelosi made the comments during an interview on Bloomberg's balance of power with um, David Weston. Weston. She asked about when we asked about Weston whether uh, Pelosi would advise Biden to go forward with the next two debates with Trump. Given what we saw in the first one, Pelosi said, I myself do not think that Joe Biden should dignify a debate with president who has no commitment to fact, evidence, data, demeans, the office he holds. And you saw on that stage authenticity of both sides. The president authentically a bully, Joe Biden authentically decent. No, Joe was not authentically decent. Joe actually sucked because Joe had a chance to denounce Antifa and he said Antifa was an idea. Antifa's not an idea. Antifa is an organization. We have seen them time and time again how they operate. We have seen that they have went out here. They raise money. They are organized. They go from city to city. They have a plan. You know, it, it it's not no random, I get up and I just want to riot today. So... I just hate to say this, and I'm not trying to be rude, but I just feel like that Antifa is the enemy here. I mean, we've seen this. We've seen what they've done to Carnage. I mean, we got a 17-year-old boy who had to go up against them and is now looking at charges of murder because of defending himself because of this so-called Antifa. And everybody is acting like that Antifa is not this big of a deal. Now, I'm about to get into the Proud Boys uh, denouncement. Now, everybody keeps saying that Trump should have been more vocal and more hard-ridden about denouncing uh, the white uh, supremacist groups, but he has. I mean, he's already did that. He already talked about that in his in, in, in making them on the FBI list of, of ter domestic terrorist groups along with Antifa, okay? And if people would just realize a lot of these fucking CBLMs that's running around here or people that's screaming out Black Lives Matter would realize and look at Antifa, Antifa is the new KKK. These are people that's doing all kinds of racial and hateful crimes against especially people of, of color already. I mean, we already seen what's been going on. Then not to mention, too, the bigger picture nobody is not taking in effect and not looking at is everybody keeps screaming that Proud Boys 
Proud Boys is this uh, hate group. But how is there a hate group? I mean, when it's founded by an Afro-Latino uh, American, an Afro-Cuban American at that, excuse me, I don't understand it. It's just, to me, I just feel like that is a whole bunch of bull. And that's just facts. Now, I'm about to go up here and, and give y'all the rundown of the interview about the Proud Boys. Okay? So, today, uh, over at Local 10 in Miami, uh, the Proud Boys chairman condemns white supremacists and says that Trump's message of stand by wasn't a call to action. So, he's about to break it down. Now, many watched Tuesday's presidential debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden was stunned to hear the president deflecting which acts to condemn white supremacists. The head of the group, President Trump's name, the Proud Boys, is based in South Florida. Miami-Dade-based Proud Boys chairman Enrique Taro told Local 10's Amy uh, Vittateri that he didn't take uh, Trump's words of stand back and stand by as a call to action. And he tweeted that the question was in reference to white supremacy, which they are not. I think the most important thing was stand back. They said, to me, that means let the police do their job. By Wednesday afternoon, less than 24 hours after the debate, the president on Trump claimed he, he now isn't familiar with the group. I really don't know who they are, Trump told uh, reporters Wednesday. I can only say they have to stand down. Let law enforcement do their work. Now, civil rights caught on classify the Proud Boys as a hate group for affiliations with extremists. Uh, Terrell denies hating any one group, reiterating that they are not a white supremacist. So this is what I wanted everybody to understand. Enrique, Enrique Terrio is a black Cuban-American. He founded with a, along with another white dude, I forgot the white dude's name, that's from Canada. They, they're not a racist group of people. They got all different nationalities and colors that's in this group. Their whole goal is patriotism. It's like a fraternity. You know, these guys go city to city. All right, their whole main focus is to bring unity and peace. Now, I've seen Antifa, BLM, all them mess with these guys when they're in town. These guys, all the thing they want to do is march around with a flag with black and yellow polo shirts and go home. Okay, now Patriot Prayer, I like Patriot Prayer, but I know that they also have the same format, but they have gotten physical with people. But at the same time, what I've noticed with uh, Proud Boys, they don't do that. They're a very well-disciplined group of guys that freaking goes up here, do what they need to do, and go home. And I just think that everybody is just being extra sensitive. And it's, it's crazy, but true. Um... But, you know, this is what happens when you don't have information, you know. When you got the radical left who think anybody that's going against their cause is racist, especially anybody that has anybody that's predominantly Caucasian. Sad but true. But then again, we can say the same thing about Antifa. So enough with that report. We're going to go on ahead on here. Excuse me. And we are going to talk about what Herschel Walker has said about the remarks of Joe Biden with Antifa. 
being an idea. <laughs> That's his ideology. Now, you know, Horsher Walker is a former NFL player who's been an outspoken uh, representative for President Trump. He has not bitten his tongue. Everything you ask this guy about Trump, he's been straightforward. Him and Trump has been friends for years. So this is what he had to say about uh, what Biden said about this group. He said, the Proud Boys I've never heard of. Walker said in a video he shared. So I was confused. Why debate uh, moder moderator Chris Wallace would ask the president about the Proud Boys? Because I've never seen the Proud Boys break my windows, assault any police officer, kill anyone. Never seen them destroy business, try to intimidate anyone, destroy a restaurant. But I've seen BLM and Antifa do that. And that's what he said on the video. And then he took issue with uh, Biden calling them an idea instead of calling it a terrorist group. Antifa is an idea, not an, an organization, Biden said during the debate in Ohio. Oh, you said source. What source, um, Himbo Hero? Talk to me. What source you want to know? Because I could. Are you talking about the Proud Boys? Because if you need the Proud Boys source, you can go on the official Proud Boy website and go to their mission statement. It's been their mission statement since they first established. They are not a extremist hate group. This is something that the radical left cooked up because one of their guys from Antifa and BLM had a crash with these guys up here trying to run assault on them because they had American flags and they were marching around in general. And that's when this whole mess started. And then when they was over at uh, Charlottesville, they wasn't even connected with the alt-right. They don't even like Robert Spencer. They was over there to try to be to show peace and solidarity as patriots. They was not there to be on the side of the alt-right. And the alt-right don't even claim them. And that's just, you can look all that up. Alt-right don't even want to be in, in, in um, associate with them. So, and that's just, and that's just straight facts. You can look all this up. This is all open stuff. I mean, I just hate that people are getting the wrong information. Yeah, definitely check it out on him, Bo. These guys are the real deal. Check out Enrique, his name is Enrique Tarot. He is the founder of Proud Boys. He is cute. He's black and Cuban. I think his mother is uh, Cuban and Argent in, in um I think she's Cuban and I think his father is black. I don't know for sure, but I know he's Afro Cuban. The dude is dark as me. So I don't know how the hell somebody dark as me is gonna is gonna start a white supremacist group. And it sounds like a Dave uh, <laughs> a Dave Chappelle comedy. And they got nothing but a lot of black guys joined. They got a, they got black guys in Texas that are Proud Boys. And in the Midwest, a lot of them. I mean, I'm just letting y'all know what it is. These guys are the, these guys are the real deal. They just a, a a a they love Western values. They believe in the nuclear family. They believe in drinking, men being men. You know, something that right now our society is paint as a bad thing. That men can't be men anymore. Men can't go out here and and, and have a beer and laugh and talk and and, and, and show some testosterone. 
Sad but true. That's the world we're living in. My type of group to me, I can deal with them all day. We can get it in all day. Hang out and all. So I'm going to get back to this story here about why, uh, you know, a lot of people asking, well, why didn't Biden not uh, denounce Antifa? Biden is not going to denounce Antifa because Biden is trying to tap in to the base of the black community and also the younger progressive generation. Okay. And when I say the young progressive generation, this is the generation that look up to AOC. Exactly. Exactly, Marcus. There you go, Marcus. Say it again, Marcus. And see, Marcus, this is what I'm talking about. This is, once again, this is because you know and I know, you You look at your facts. See, these people are not, not looking up their facts. What they're doing is they're just going by emotions. They're going by, okay, I, I, this is what I think it is. I'm gonna go ahead on and roll with that. And what happens is we run into this type of this type of behavior. We 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 end up with this type of ideology. And next thing you know, we have a lot of people who get the wrong thing. Um, and I got a question here from one of my my um people right here. Uh, I don't think y'all can see it, but uh, I'm getting this from Honey. She said, what percent of the black community will you will vote for um, Trump, in your opinion? I think that Trump has now officially reached about, I want to say about 30%. Because when they were doing a poll study, and I was listening to this on a bo- podcast, that 60% of the Latino people in El Mundo, the, um, you know, Univision, uh, that that Spanish-speaking show that did the debate and, and translated in Spanish, they said that Trump won. They felt like Trump won. They felt like Trump was the strongest. They felt like Trump was it. And Trump has locked down the Latino vote a lot. I mean, there's a lot of Latinos in Midwest and in the South that support Trump. And you don't believe me? I see it all the time in my store where I work at in retail. I see... Spanish people all the time coming in with Trump hats. Yeah, and the polls do lie. That's why I don't believe the polls. Exactly. You're right, Marcus. And and Marcus, I hate to say it, but I think he has. Because, see, last time he won, he had 8%. Trump has, if you look at it, they call black supporters of Trump, they call us the, the silent majority. And a lot of us have came out of nowhere. Nobody was prepared for us. We have really picked up the actual vote. You know, we have been researching. We have been looking at stuff. And a lot of us are, are educated with some college black folks that are picking up the knowledge of what Trump is doing. And Honey Barbecue, that's fine. I'm glad you did. And I hope you do again this time. And you, and Marcus, you are right, too. That's why, that's why, um, if y'all notice tonight, the Proud Boys had to beg to get an interview because the, the liberal, the media left has already told, um, and I appreciate that, too. The, the, the 
the uh the radical left had told all of the reporters locally not all their reporters in mainstream radical left had told all their reporters do not interview any proud boy members or the chairman now enrique had to go and push and i, I think it's, it's finally making rounds because somebody took a chance and interviewed him and he's explaining what they're what they are and then i think in one of those other reports he did he uh, has the link of the of the uh, proud boys website in the actual article and i'm gonna try to see if i can find that article tonight and put it there and so now if this gets out and it actually starts spreading like wildfire, that's going to debunk everything that the radical left has been saying. Yeah, everybody loves the Proud In fact, let me tell you something. You know the Proud Boys are conservative and are straight to the point about not no BS because, okay, whenever Portland had all that mess going on, they did not want to do anything they didn't want to they didn't want to use no extra national guard they didn't want to use state police none of that shit all over 100 days right but when they hear the proud boys coming to town to show support all of a sudden they want to get all this national guard and all this stuff in into the into play why why you want it now your whole city damn near destroyed that just gives you an example of how crazy they are They can't be, bro. I mean, they can't. Yeah, you're right. They all color, bro. I'm telling you, I've, I've, I've had got an invitation because of what I've been doing to actually link up with them, because in the, in the, my chapter in my state in Georgia, but you know, I know that it would require me to travel, and I don't, I don't have that kind of time and access right now, because due to the fact of the matter, I'm trying to get a brand and a channel on the Patriot end off the ground. So I don't want to throw away a, a opportunity for the next man who wants to be a patriot and can travel from place to place and spread that love because that's exactly what they're about but when you're dealing with people like uh you know biden and them you know the main the, the radical left they don't want to do that all they want to do is be on that bull and it's sad but true they want to be on that bull they want to be on some bs and it is so sad very sad but I'm glad his story is getting out. I really am. Oh, you from Florida? Oh yeah, I heard he's a nice guy. Uh, Honey Barbecue. I heard he's a very nice man. I heard that he, him, and that, and the guy that that used to be that was a founder along with him. They is very nice people. They are very patriotic and everything else. Oh yeah, Marcus, I got to man. I mean, somebody got to brother. I mean, because we're living in a world right now where nobody wants to tell the truth at all. I don't think they are at this time, Honey Barbecue. I don't think they're going to steal the mail-in voting. And this is why I say that. Because, because due to the fact of the matter is now they're starting to realize they got caught up in that scandal with... Uh, Whatever that Indian lady is in Minnesota, I I don't I don't forgot her name. Uh, anyway, she done got caught up in that scandal. So with her being caught up in that scandal, they got to come with another plan. So I'm quite sure now they're gonna push everybody to go to the polls. 
Ilhan, yeah, Ilhan. I knew it was something like that. Ilhan Omar. Yeah, Ilhan Mohar done got caught up. Yeah, she done got caught up real bad. So now, that's why. She like, okay, okay, okay. I got to do what I got to do. You know what I'm saying? So now she trying to play the whole role of I'm a nice person. But it, it, it ain't going it, it to happen for long because she done mess around here now and everybody done found out that they got a scam going on in her uh, local uh, district. And it is sad but true. Yep, Red October, man. It is crazy. So we gonna move right along since we done talked about Joe Biden not denouncing Antifa. Uh, let's see here what we gonna go into here. That uh, that's a little crazy. Uh, let's talk about um the next one. We gonna talk about. Nancy Pelosi and this uh, stimulus package because I know everybody's been talking about that. Oh, yeah, you know I do, Punisher. You should know. I just can't talk about it too much because on these platforms, you start talking about that, they be quick to want to go and demonetize your channel, block you off. So I really can't talk about it on here. But I do I do have a Patreon. If I can get enough people to start joining, if y'all uh, pay you, you know $4 a month, I can start streaming on the Patreon talking about what's what that came out on that every week. So y'all can keep up with it, know what's going on and everything else. That's right. I'll give you the link in the description to join the Patreon so y'all can y'all can check that out. Alright, give me one second. I'm trying to find out if they said something about the house, about the plan. Yeah, Trump 2020, baby. I can't find it. I cannot find it. All right, so I can't find it this time, so we'll talk about it next time. I'm going to give you all an update on the stimulus, but I cannot find it for nothing. So we're going to roll into... um. Omar and what she got going on in this fraud because I got a feeling old girl about to get investigated Minneapolis police is investigating ballot harvesting claims amid allegations surrounding Omar now Yeah, I believe it I definitely believe it Anything I believe it I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is coming back to Hana. All right, so here we go. I'm going to get into this story here, y'all. I ain't annoying your questions. I just want to get in the store, but y'all keep on typing in here, and I, I will answer it as I finish up the story. Now, the Minneapolis Police Department is investigating claims by 
the uh, right-wing activist group Project um, Vertias, that individuals tied to re uh, Representative Ilhan Omar, the Democratic representative out of Minnesota, engaged in a legal ballot harvested before the election. The Minnesota Police Department is aware of the allegations of vote harvesting. We are in the process of looking into it. The validity of those statements. A department statement read on Monday. No further information at this time. Now, Project, Project Verda's latest video lit up the social media as it came just weeks before a presidential election that expected to see a surge in absentee or mail-in voting. In Minnesota, the issue has come under judicial scrutiny as Republicans and Democrats battle over a measure that would limit the number of ballots a third party could hold for others. According to the Minnesota Star Tribute, the state Supreme Court recently upheld a rule limited to three, the number of absentee ballots any individual could collect. At the same time, it ruled that a similar cap assisting three people for casting their ballots in person will remain unenforceable. Now, if y'all ain't seen the video, in the video, this guy, I, I forgot what his name is, he up here screaming out that they had 300 um, ballots on, on hand. Now, that was exactly what she had this dude with 300 ballots in hand. Y'all got to look at the video. It's crazy. Because he all on the phone with somebody. It sounds like her or whoever he on the phone with. He talking about, man, I got 300 ballots. You know, I got to make sure these people um, vote for, you know, Democratic all across. It was crazy. So, yeah, that video was very damaging. Now, I'm quite sure she's trying to play now that she didn't know anything. But come on, man. These your people. These people... Rock with you. You knew what going on. You can't tell me you don't. That area she run. Exactly. That's what was going on. They were paying those two. So you got to remember. You got 300 people. You trying to get the vote for you. And you paying 200 a pop. Let's do the math on this shit. How much money we looking at? I'm going to use my calculator because I ain't no math person. So, don't hold it against me. So, you got 300 people and you paying them $200 a pop for each of these balance. That's $60,000 investment you're doing. 60 grand. It's a lot of money. Nah, bro, it's 60. Not 6K. She had 300 ballots, and she paying them 200 apiece. That's $60,000 of money going through hands. That's a lot of fucking money. A lot. But they said it's an open secret on Capitol Hill and where she work at in Washington that they know she'll do anything to get her voted. Anything. So they already knew she, was, she owned some scandalous stuff. So I'm glad that they're calling her out because this is not the time to be scandalous. We got too much at stake. You know, we don't need nobody like uh, Ilhan Omar, AOC. We don't need none of them in. That's why we got to get out here and vote. We need to vote and get them removed. We don't need them. We do not need no radical left. All they do is stir up nothing but how they campaign. 
I mean, y'all see what they do. They don't do nothing for us. Nothing at all. They painful. Straight painful. Disgustingly painful. And that's facts. Now, you good, bro. It's all good. It's all good punishment. This is just giving us an idea of what we're facing. We just facing with a sick country. <laughs> I mean, some sick people in this country. That's what we facing. Sick people. Oh, my God. So let's go on. Let's roll out of this. Let's go into some more fun facting. Oh, man. Y'all want to talk about some racism? <laughs> ah, man, this story here is straight racism. I'm sorry. You cannot tell me that ain't. Now, that's, this is about to be a definition of racism. I, and I'm finna tell you why. A Connecticut sports reporter who is white is fired for calling the Senator Tim Scott, who's a Republican, and Uncle Tom. And he's from South Carolina. That he called it Uncle Tom. A Connecticut-based sports reporter was fired yesterday, old Wednesday, after referring to Senator Tim Scott, um, the Republican of South Carolina, as an Uncle Tom in a now-deleted tweet. Before I go on this story, I done told people time and time again, quit going on Twitter rants. You are not President Trump. If you're not President Trump, if you're not one of those candidates like Biden, you cannot go on no Twitter rant. Twitter is getting people caught up and turn them into insane asylum. You're right. I don't know what it is, man. People get on Twitter and Instagram and lose and Facebook. Those are three platforms. People lose their damn mind when they mad. Oh, I'm gonna type how I feel. Oh Lord. The Hill retweeted a link to a story about Scott saying he thought President Trump misspoke when he said stand back and stand by, but called on him to correct his statement if that really were the case. Now, former News 12 Connecticut sports reporter Fred Giannettini responded by writing, thanks, Uncle Tom, and swiftly lost his job as a result. Frank Giannettini you must have really didn't. You must have really didn't want that job. You didn't want to be no sports writer no more at the radio at the damn news station. That what that was because no white Caucasian man in his right mind, no white person in their right mind is going to call a black person to Uncle Tom and lose a job where they was making over a hundred grand plus a year. Now, ain't no way. You either one or two things. You are really stupid when you're mad, or you are a straight bona fide racist. <laughs> no in between. <laughs> and I, I would bet, I would bet that you're a racist. <laughs> You've been wanting to say that. You just want to slip it by because he was a black guy supporting Trump. <laughs> wow. Call that man an Uncle Tom. Hey, Punisher. I wonder if he got fired on his day off. You know, I wonder if that was, I wonder if they saw the tweet and his, and his boss called him because the tweet happened on the 30th. So that had to be on a Tuesday. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it happened on the 30th, right? So that happened to be on Wednesday. So when he said it Wednesday, 
his, he must have had his boss that followed him. His boss must was like, hey, uh, hey, listen, player, uh, I don't need you to come in tomorrow, uh, Frank. Uh, I think that you need to take your little little time off. Think you're a little mad at uh, Senator uh, Tom Scott, and I think you just need to blow some steam. Okay, all right. He probably went to HR. Hey, what you think about this? Oh, he gotta go. <laughs> he gotta go. <laughs> he can't stay here. <laughs> Let me call him back. Hey, uh, Tom. Hey, 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 hey. The guy that like to call people Uncle Tom. Friend, listen. I don't need you no more. <laughs> we don't need you. Thank you. <laughs> now that's racism right there. Damn. On you. Wow. <laughs> you know he big man right now. He trying to delete the tweet. You can't delete nothing in Twitter no more. Once you put it out there, somebody will snapshot everything you people snapshot what I put out on Twitter, and it's just my regular thoughts about what's going on in the political field right now. Nothing extreme, just basic thoughts. So if I know they screenshot in that, I know they screenshot this shit. <laughs> oh man. I man crazy. Oh, I tell you, I don't know what, I can't call it, y'all. I can't call it. All right, so enough of of, of the new, we're going to go into some crime stuff now. Because I told y'all we're going to bring y'all some crime information on what's been going on. So let me go and give y'all some, some crime information. And this is pretty sad, y'all. And it's coming out of Louisiana. Uh, a mom is arrested after a Louisiana boy who was two years old, dies in a hot car. Uh, the mother of a two-year-old boy who died of a heat stroke after being left inside a car has been arrested, Louisiana authorities said this week. Uh, Natalie Broussard, 27, is being held on a $75,000 bond in the Lafayette Parish uh, Correctional Center on a negligent, a neg on negligent uh, homicide charge in connection with the death of Ryan Hensley, according to the jail records. Uh, Hensley was discovered inside a hot vehicle Sunday afternoon and died of heat stroke. Lord have mercy. Sheriff deputies were called to the Broussard home around 1.50 p.m. when the boy was found. It was not clear how long he was in the vehicle. Mm -mm -mm. Hensley is the 23rd child to die from vehicular uh, heat stroke this year. According to kidsandcars.org, which tracks hot car deaths. Listen, y'all. We got. Listen, I understand in life we have a lot going on. I understand that you got you're trying to get to point A to point B. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. But you got to slow down because if you don't slow down, this is what happens. Now, that poor little baby is not coming back. Now, this is not only just mothers that's been charged with this. Fathers have been, too. You got to slow down with children. I mean, if you got to put a reminder on your damn phone for your alarm to go off to let you know, hey, you know, I got a kid in here. Let me uh, let me go check and see. When, let me know. Forget I got a kid in the back seat because this is what happens. Now, she's going to do time, and if she's got any other kids, they're not going to have a mama. If she has a husband, he's not going to have a wife anymore. 
So you gotta you gotta start being you gotta start thinking, man. I mean, this they they're not playing with this hot car there. They're giving people gang of years for leaving children in a car. And if you don't believe me, there was a girl that did it in my area back here last year. And um, earlier this year, this girl got sentenced to 22 years in prison. All for leaving that baby in the car. They're not being sympathetic. They're getting 20 plus years for that shit. So parents need to take their time. And women too. I, me too. I couldn't either. I why you gotta you gotta watch out for these kids, cause especially in the south, the south don't start getting cool off until recently, about the end of this month right here. If you lived in the deep south like I do, so you gotta start being more attentive to your children. Gotta be. So y'all, let me tell y'all about this race theory. Uh, there's been some discussion about this, and a lot of people don't know what it is. And I'm finna break it down tonight, cause I think this is the perfect night. For me to go into detail what race theory is. Alright. Uh, because a lot of people are wanting to know why uh, President Trump is against it. And it's called critical race theory. Now. I'm in Georgia. Now if y'all never heard of critical race theory. There's two type of trainings that's been going around lately. Right. There's been race sensitivity training at the jobs, and then there was that at school, and now they're talking about this critical race theory being taught in schools. Now, critical race theory is very racist. Now, the radical left don't see it that way, but if you look at the contents of critical race theory, it is. It is very damn racist. Now, critical race theory is basically a subject of where they talk about that all westernized uh, traditions that we're taught in America, you know, hard work, accountability, uh, you know, uh, push yourself against all odds, uh, togetherness. Uh, we all are the big melting part as one. It's considered to be uh, white supremacist thinking. And because of this, they want to teach this critical race theory so that way all races, especially black Americans and white Americans, are separate from each other in thinking. And... They even got the point of saying that, you know, the saying that's been in America since the beginning of time, if you work hard, you can get anything that you want, right? It takes hard work and dedication. They're trying to even say that even those terms are considered to be white supremacist terms. So basically, they're teaching minorities and everyone else to ask for handouts and not work hard or get anything like the next man do. And it's perking stupid to me. It's the stupidest shit I've ever heard. It also talks about not being able to be disciplined. It talks about that's not important. I mean, it, it basically makes, it, it basically teaches your kids to be a goddamn criminal. 
I mean, I'm just being real about it. It really is. It really is. And it all goes back to this white privilege. And it also makes people think with this race theory, critical race theory, that basically black people or minorities in America don't have any kind of shot in America, which is horseshit. So it basically saying that everything that Dr. Martin Luther King has done, Malcolm X has done, Megan Evers has done, and other civil rights leaders were fucking bullshit. They just wasted their time. It was in vain. That is why I got so much respect for Donald Trump because he's not with that shit because it's stupid. It is stupid. It's ignorant. It's crazy. And I know it's got to be against all odds the stupidest thing and it's going to set back people of color because it went as far to say that as well that uh, Robert Spencer, the alt-right leader in supremacists, likes the idea of critical race theory being taught in schools and in colleges. Because in his mind and in his ideology, again, it puts black people back in other minorities. Exactly, veteran patriot, but they don't see it that way. They try to play that critical race theory card talking about it's a way for black people to know to um for, for Americans to understand the um, the, the majority of, of um how they say that? Yeah, to say that they want to teach it because it teaches black people to understand that we're not on the even paying field, that white people got more of an advantage than us. No, it's not. That's stupid. That's stupid. They yeah, Listen. Again, I tell everybody this all the time. I worked my butt off all my life. I've been a go-getter. I've been independent. I have played with a lot of money. I played with over 100 grand when I used to do sales. And I have played with less money. At any of those times, I might have asked for help from people. But I've always was able to give it back to them in tenfolds. And I was always able to get things independently myself. This right here is about to make a bad race of people. It's about to make people go backwards. They don't look. Democrats don't want black people to progress at all. They want to control the black narrative. They always been like this. And I don't understand why black Americans don't see it. They don't even value the black vote. Democrats have always been manipulatives. And now they are riding on this Antifa like it's the next thing smoking. They are excited about this Antifa mess. It's sad but true. They are actually excited about it. I've never seen a group of people so disgenuous. I mean, when you got people being that bold to say that you ain't black unless you vote for me. When you've got people being so bold that they're basically telling you that you're ass, 
I mean, man, this is this is this should be waking America to wake up. I mean, this is why all these patriots, you know. Now, I'm not saying every patriot that claim they're a patriot are not racist. There's some out there that's racist. We've seen it. You experienced it. We all experienced it. But at the same time, they're not as bad racist-wise as the Democrats are doing right now. When you want to teach a critical race theory, when you want to preach to young black kids or kids in the in bad areas, in, in trailer parks, in the hood, in, in, in slum areas, that hard work is, is useless, that you will never succeed because of white America and you ain't got white privilege, guess what that kid going to do? He's going to go into life of crime. He's not going to sit there and, and hear about, you know, being equal or, or, or doing the best he can. And the next thing you know, you're going to have a whole generation of kids in jail or making such bad choices that they can never get ahead. And I'm quite sure that's what the, that's the plan. Because who in the hell tells wants to teach critical race theory? I mean, I'm sorry, but that's some alt-right stuff, bro. Real talk, that's some, great, that's some white supremacist stuff. That's why Robert Spencer has said he is supporting uh, Biden. But nobody talks about that. Oh, he's just doing it as a publicity stunt to help out Trump. No, he's not. He doesn't want to support by Trump. Trump wants everybody to be a melting pot. Robert Spencer has never, ever been supportive of anything that's going to cause black people to come together. Now that he's seeing that there's chaos and rage, and he's seeing white folks out here with Antifa burning up stuff, and now he's hearing stuff like critical race theory. Uh, you got uh, these colleges doing training, race diversity training, splitting up people of color uh, in indigenous uh, indigen oh, I can't pronounce that word IND people I can't pronounce it I always butcher it um but anyway those type of people and and, and then you got non indigenous non people of color and non indigenous whatever people on the other side this is what I'm talking about this is what they're doing they're wanting to split us up they do not want us to be together this has been the whole plan they want to put it back in reverse. And if we sit here and allow this, it is. Then the next thing you know, they're going to slowly phase it in. Oh, okay. Now since we done did that, now you can't do this together. Now we can't. You can't be together with this race. You can't be together with that race. You got to procreate with this. You got to. I'm telling you, it becomes a socialist, communist country, man. And that's what they're trying to do. That's why everybody is now waking up to the fact of what's going on. Because this is not making any kind of sense at all. At all. I've never seen nothing like this in my life. And I've been on this earth for 36 years. And I've never seen it. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. I didn't hear that video. Tell me what's up, Punisher. Tell me about that video. Because I ain't never seen it. If I did see it, I might have seen it when I was, you know, doing stuff. And Donna, you have a right to. But this is the America we're about to face. Because we have, um, these Democrats have really thwarted people's minds. They got people saying it's okay 
to go up here and act the fool, go into these people's homes and, and these people's uh, neighborhoods screaming. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I heard about that, Punisher. I heard about that. But Punisher, this is what's been going on for years. Like right now, if President Kennedy was alive, President Kennedy would have been considered a conservative. Real talk. He was could be considered a conservative. And the reason why they, you know, Democrats don't like conservatives, because conservatives are going to call this out. They're not going to keep their mouth shut. Oh, yeah, they're trying to separate. They've been wanting to do that. The Dems been wanting to do this. If they can call separation, they can keep anybody from progressing. They can keep more money in their pocket. Republicans don't want you to be separate. They want you to work so you can make them money and, 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 they, and yourself money. They are part of a capitalist. See, when you're dealing with people that believe in capitalism, they believe in you having money in your pocket to take care of your family. When you're dealing with people that are on some socialist shit, they believe in trying to control you and making sure that they put a, a cap of how much you can make and how much you can do. And that's what they want to do. They want to cap everybody. They don't want to see people having a whole lot of money. I mean, think about what they're talking about with the housing. You know good and damn well, they won't tell you the plan of what they got for housing. They talking to probably be talking about putting a lot of people in these rundown housings and, and not giving them the resources to, you know, get out of stuff, to make it. I mean, they don't have a plan. When you ask a Democratic candidate, what is the plan? No one tells you the plan. But you ask a Republican what's the plan, they'll tell you the plan. They're giving you the, the actual no bullshit, this is what we're going to do. And I've always liked that about the Republicans. They never was shy to not tell you a plan. You know, even if they know that you're not going to like it and you're going to think it's stupid, they're still going to tell you. Ugh, I, I don't know, man. This right here is just wild. Wow, wow. I never thought that I'd see the day that I'd be talking like this. Ah, okay. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Oh, I read the start. I read it. I read it. No, he couldn't. And you're right, Punisher. I ain't gonna put that up there because I don't want to get flagged. But you're right. That's always what he said, Punisher. He's never there. They have never been uh, about the black vote, man. They they don't care. They've always took advantage of the black vote. They always have. Yep, you're right. Oh, I know, I mean, bro. I've been known this, and I've always felt that way. That's why, you know, I started coming to this side here because I started doing a lot of research. They have never helped us. Never. They don't want to help us. They, why, why would they want to help us for? You know, they don't want to help us. I mean, they don't want us to be up and popping. They like it like it is. They don't even want Republicans to be up and popping. But they tolerate Republicans because they know that that's a lot of Caucasian Americans. 
but they know that they have the black Americans in the palm of their hand and they can do whatever they want. Yeah, what up, Betsy? Thanks for joining the channel, girl. So, yeah. And, and so I'm, I'm glad that Trump talked about critical race theory because, you know, Biden was dancing all around that mess. He didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, you're right, veteran patriot. But see, Latinos are getting smart. Exactly. How you supposed to punish it? Yeah, see, Latinos getting smart. Latinos ain't stupid, y'all. Latino people have gotten smart. They woke up. They just started, they just started looking at the big picture. They're like, all right, you know, here I am voting for these guys here, but what am I getting in return? See, that's what the Democrats mess up at. They don't never know how to give back in return. They know how to keep stirring up bullshit. But they don't know how to give back in return. See, black Republicans are independent thinkers. But see, the thing about black Republicans is they just can't never reach the black community because they, the black community has been brainwashed that from generations on generations from generations that Democrat is the way to go. And the Democrats have brainwashed black folks that Republicans are snooty, snotty, uh, a black Republican doesn't care about his own race, that all he wants to do is look out for non-melanated non people. And because of that, that's why it's like that. Oh, Cindy, always. You, you got to speak truth right now. If we don't speak the truth, we will never prevail right now. We have a lot of people that are in the dark. A lot of people. Republican all day. Conservative. I, I'm not going back to the Democrats. I'm sorry. I will no, not going back. I will stay conservative. I am not going back to that craziness of a different. Mm -mm. I done seen too much. I'm good. All my life, all I've been seeing is people that I see vote these guys in struggle. When I see a Republican, a conservative in there, a conservative do what they got to do to make things right. It ain't no BS. In fact, conservatives are the only ones that stable. You got Democrats trying to fight within they self. You got more Democrats trying to be superstars. Look at AOC. Oh, what is the truth to you? The truth to me is, is being able to have, you know, candidates that can fight for my community and make my community a better place. You know, like when we have these discussions, like defunding the police, you know, I want someone who can look at this at a whole and say, the fun of the police is not the problem. The problem is, is we got to get better policing. You know, that that's what that is. You know, let's get some officers to do community building. We put an officer to live in the area, get to know the people he's policing and go from there. Give him a stipend. Give him sensitivity training. If he's got to get training every three months, every four months, whatever it takes to put in his mind that, hey, if you want this job, you got to have sensitivity training. But then we also, as a narrative, as a community, have to tell citizens, you got to hold yourself accountable. You know, if you go out here and you know you've been doing bad, you know you've been doing damn hood rat shit, don't go up here and fight the police and expect for everybody to cry and weep for you when the police shoot your ass 
or beat your ass to put you in the cop car because you caused that on yourself. If we had more people doing that, we wouldn't have these problems. Another thing we need to bring back, we need to bring back mothers. I mean, I'm, man, let me tell y'all something. I'm from the old school. I remember when I was growing up in my neighborhood, older black folks would sit on their porch and white folks too, older white women and men, would sit on their porch and watch out for the neighborhood. Okay? And if your ass did something stupid, they had permission to snatch your ass up, spank your ass, take you to your mama or your daddy house, and either mama or daddy will spank your ass, or you might get both from at the same time. But it built character because you knew not to go out here and be fucked up again. We don't have that now. Government that came involved, you can't touch your kid. So you have to talk to your kid. But then you got to ask yourself, how do you talk to your kid? Do you talk to your kid lovingly or do you talk to your kid with authority? Okay, you can talk to your kid with authority, but then at the same time, talking ain't going to do but so much. And this is the world we live in. I mean, yeah, what's up, Lord? I'm glad you went. You know, we live in a different time now. Exactly, Mike Matthew Vick. Exactly. Yeah, and, if, and you know what else? I want y'all to look at something when y'all get a chance tonight. I want y'all to look at the black families back in from the 60s that were nuclear families to now. In the 60s, a black nuclear families were like 20-something percent without a father. That means... 80% of the time when you went in a black family home in the 60s, there was a father in there. Now, fast forward to 2020. 74% of the black families that you run across now in America has one parent, and most of the time it's the mom. No one else is in the home. And that too, exactly. But it's the mom. It's mama. And then what really ticks me off in these type of nuclear fam non-nuclear families is that when it's only the mom, the little boy, the oldest child, especially the male child, has to play the father, the, the, the protector of his mama at an early age. So you're expecting this child at an early age, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, all the way up to his young adult years to be a protector of his mama. Because there's no father to guide them. It, or, exactly. Or a shitty parent. Exactly. And what happens, and the reason why it's so like that, is because in the black community, when the Democrats started taking over with this Planned Parenthood, and then they started offering all this um, government assistance to these mothers, they started putting in these moms' head, you want to get more? You want to get more for your family and all this and that? You need to tell them that you're not with your husband. Or get your husband out the house. This, that, and the third. Next thing you know, mother doing all that to get more food in the house with them for their children. The father's like, oh, well, shit. I don't need to be here. She's talking about that's the only way she's going to get stuff. And that's when it all started beginning. Everything started going downhill from there. 
they started making it okay for the father to leave. And now that's why you do not have a solid black structure like you're supposed to in the black family with fathers. And if you listen to the BLM, BLM statement on web archives before they changed it up, they wanted it to be nothing but women, uh, LBGTQ plus question mark community, and basically beta males. When I say beta males, those are the dudes I call that they don't know what they are or what they're doing, and they're very soft and easygoing, and they ain't going to stand up for shit. I've been telling people for the longest, BLM, a.k.a. Certain Black Lives Matter, they do not believe in the man being in the picture. They believe in seeing a black man. They Now, they'll, they'll go, to, go off when they see a black man get killed by a white cop, but if they see a black man get killed by his own kind, that's, that's golden for them, especially if he's an alpha male. That's great. That's great. Now, they do provoke the hell out of the black woman, but all that other stuff, they don't give a shit about. And y'all seen it. It's facts. They don't. They do not care for the black man. That's why I don't support that movement. Because right now, kids need men in their life. They need fathers. They don't need no batin bullshit. Look at all this stuff that's going on now. Look at all these predators out here. These predators aim at children that don't have fathers in the home. Let me tell you something. Most of these predators, they know that that child got a father in that home and he crazy like I am, ex-military. They're not fucking with that shit. They don't want them problems. They'll go to somebody else. They don't. Predators don't want smoke. They don't want opposition. Well, yeah, well, children, well, parents do that because a lot of these parents that smoke weed with their young adult or teenage children, they trying to be cool with them. I ain't got time to be cool with my kids. Exactly, Lori, we need to, but nobody sees that. We need to keep the father in the home. That is what's going to make the, this is, this is what's going to make America great. You got to keep the father home, but see, the Black Lives Matter they don't believe in a nuclear family. They say, oh, that's, that's Western ideas. That's what the white got put in our heads. Bull fucking shit, whether they did it or not. It worked. It worked for your, for your, your mama and them before you got, got here in this earth. It made them who they was today. And everybody else above you. Why you think Martin Luther King was so goddamn courageous and great? He had a mother and a father. His father was always there. That's why he had discipline. So I don't understand that. Oh, Lord, Matthew, you know good and damn well if you had something like that, them fools will go crazy. You know that ain't going to happen in this day and age. The day somebody do that, they'll get canceled. They couldn't get no job. The landlord will kick them out on the street. Boy, it'll be damn, it'll be damn, oh, Lord, carnage. Antifa be trying to find you, call you the every name there was. I know he was. And you know who else was Republican? Malcolm X. Because Malcolm X did not like Democrats either. In fact, let's double check that because you know people are going to be trying to say, let me make sure we write what MAK was a Republican. 
Let me see. Hold on. Okay, so anyway, it's been proven, it's been stated that he was. Because back then, they were the party that was standing up for everybody. Oh, there's my wife on, y'all. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, but he really was. But they won't. His, his son won't say it because his son swear out is scared that it'll mess up his legacy. But what, le I mean, it ain't going to mess up his legacy. Everybody knew he, I mean, at that time, that was the only party that was doing something. The only Democratic president that was doing something for the civil rights movement that, that was frowned upon was President Kennedy. And even President Kennedy, everybody felt like he should have been more Republican because he was so conservative. So... All right, guys, I am going to go ahead on here and wrap this podcast up live. Listen, if y'all like what I did tonight, please do me a favor. Before you leave, hit the like button and the subscribe button on my YouTube. If you are right now on Periscope, you need to go and subscribe to my YouTube. I'm going to give you what the name of it is right now to search so you can start Drop it in comments and subscribe to it. It's just that simple. Hold on, y'all. Let me let me give y'all the name of it so y'all can find it on YouTube. Give me, I'm going to give y'all the YouTube link. Or the word to search for. Give me one second. All right, here we go. Let me see if it's saved. Oh, I didn't do it right, y'all. Hold on. Let me write. Let me do it again. I'm still getting used to this system, guys. Hold on. Bear with me. All right, here we go. That's the name of it. Joe's latest news and views. Just like that. Type it in on YouTube. It should show my live videos. If you find any of my videos, go ahead on and subscribe to my channel. And start liking my videos because this helps me to be able to put get more people in our conversations in our chats. Okay? Because I definitely, definitely need you guys to help me with that. Because that, that 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 helps me out a lot. Ah, they telling my wife hi. Yeah, y'all say hi to my wife April. Yeah, I know you're on Periscope, Lori, but if you got YouTube, it's like your regular Gmail account. You know, if you got um, Android, just go ahead on and, and subscribe to it because the more subscri sus um, subscribers I have, the more my algorithm can go up so I can keep getting more people in our conversations. All right. Uh, also, too, guys, um, if you can, if you're able to, you know, as well, 
you can um hit the uh like button right here excuse me not like button but you can donate to the channel with a cash app if you can't if you're on periscope and you you know you don't want to donate through cash app or venmo or paypal you can also donate with superstars if you got any superstars in your account you can donate it that helps me get a bigger audience and put me up further in the aug aug ugh, uh, algorithm when it comes to being a super broadcast for periscope if you are on d live you give me lemons at the end of the week if i get five lemons i share it with you you may be a lucky person to get five lemons and you keep enough lemons you can turn that into cash and if you are on Twitch, you can follow me there. And Facebook, you know my Facebook uh, platform. And let me do that right now. Show you my Facebook platform. Right here. This is my Facebook right here. You join that Facebook, put Joel's um, news and views. You'll find me right on Facebook. Just put that right there. So I'm always on Facebook. I already got 100 people following me. Let's go and let's try to raise that bad boy. We're trying to get to 500 by November. So let's try to get as many people as you can. Tell them about me. Tell them about how I tell the news. And they'll follow me. If you can't find me on Joel's latest news and views, just put Joel's news and views. It'll come up every time. So, again, guys, I appreciate y'all tonight. This was another successful uh, take. I'm going to try to put this up on the podcast. Sometime this weekend, because I got two of them I got to put up, and this is one of them. So, thank y'all very much. Y'all stay easy, be safe. All right, don't let nobody get you out your character and everything else. And I hope that everybody has a good night. Be safe and be easy. <laughs>